0: Welcome to a very special episode of The Ship Show. I'm your host, Paul Reed,
1: Engine on Twitter, and at SoberBuildEngineer.com.
0: And who else is with me?
1: This is Yusuf, at BuildScientist on Twitter and BuildScientist.com. This is Seth, at CheeseBus on Twitter.
2: This is Sasha,
3: at Sasha underscore D on Twitter.
1: And uh, you, we all are just back from chef Comp,
0: aren't we? Yeah. Yep. Indeed.
3: Awesome. It was so awesome.
0: <laughs> and shortly, we'll actually be joined by the cast of The Food Fight Show, where chefs go to do battle. And we'll be discussing ChefConf. It's our ChefConf review slash inaugural meeting of a very special fan club, but we'll get to that in a moment. First up, news and views. So the first article we have tonight is uh, an article, an opinion piece actually, by uh, Mark Burgess. It appeared in the Usenix uh, magazine um, the April 2... 2013 edition, and basically talked about, uh, the title was, Is DevOps the Future of SysAdmin? Bemoaning the Failures of the SysAdmin Profession. It was an interesting article, and unfortunately, it's behind a paywall right now. It's not too much i think it's five bucks was that right yusuf yeah five dollars yeah so but it's certainly worth a read it's it's pretty interesting what his views on it are did you guys uh, see this article yep yep what'd you think
2: i i so i don't think it's anything new i i've actually said this for a bit that the evolution of this is the whole devops movement is just the logical evolution of system administration or you know system administration done right that's there's no uh that's how things should have we should have been doing things kind of all along it's just kind of it's for some reason become pushed to the for it's been pushed to the forefront but i don't think the some people have been doing this for a lot longer and not calling it devops so it makes sense
0: well you know the interesting thing that i remember like and i heard this phrase at chef Conf repeatedly where quote-unquote it has come from the basement or the the back office to the front office and that Organizations that win, their differentiation is that they care about IT and they integrate them into their processes. I agree that what he's saying is sort of everybody's talking about it right now, but I don't know that 10 years ago, you could have gotten people to listen. In fact, I, I've That's what a he's lot of- saying, is
3: that he couldn't get people to listen 10 years ago. They, they thought it was, a lot of people thought it was crap because they could still get away with logging in by hand and doing a bunch of stuff and right. it critical to their servers when now when we have to operate at the scale we're operating at there's no way on earth you're going to manage that
0: but but even so so there is that part of it but also I think the executive side the business side didn't see it that way and that's Let
3: me jump back in here and just say that I think the other interesting thing about this here is that he's shaking his fingers at sis admins, too, saying, dude, you're really missing a, a great opportunity here to get out and be in, in charge, lead this, don't just sit around and be all cranky about how things are changing.
0: Yeah, Well, and also he may, he may mention about, he it seemed like the court kind of courses been spent a bunch of time trying to unionize or whatever and that they spend a lot of political capital trying you know within the organization trying to do that as opposed to trying to support business needs was kind of Right and yeah and that's the insinuation.
3: And in a lot of ways like it's and it's tough to get past sometimes too. I mean if you want to be forgiving on either side which is the idea that you feel like a victim and it's really hard sometimes to get motivated and try to show somebody why you're worth something when you feel like a victim. Yeah. And trying to get past that though that that feeling of being misunderstood and abused is is hard. Cause I understand I've been there. I mean, a lot of business
2: points happen. don't don't or a lot of business units don't always know how to value their IT just and which which makes the IT staff also devalue the you know the other people in the business unit they're working for. So it's something where it's there's already a there's already a tension between the groups and if somebody has to bridge that bridge that gap and it should you know ideally the sysadmins are doing it but more and more you're seeing you know other other parts of the organization bringing IT into the fold for whatever you know what for whatever cause. So you can see you can see the push from both sides.
0: So I think my biggest concern, and he he hits the nail ahead. I'm just going to read this, this uh, quote. He says, and history is in danger of repeating itself with a new generation of junior admins and impatient developers working with the cloud or with new scripting frameworks for automation. And I think that's probably one of the hardest things. DevOps, in a lot of ways, is sort of a reaction to the brokenness. But it's still hard. I mean, quote-unquote old-school sysadmins still have a ton of knowledge, and it's like, how do we make sure we don't repeat those mistakes just because, and, you know, repeat those mistakes and call it DevOps with new tools, right? And I, I don't, I see a lot of that, I see a lot of positive movement in that, that direction, but and that's really good, but I also think it's something we kind of need to keep an eye on, because we solved a lot of these problems, and we should solve new interesting ones, not <laughs> learn the old lessons difficult ways again.
1: Yeah, I think the market is going to do that, though, Paul. I think, I mean, when I say the market, I mean both the business and the, the technical side of things. I mean, they're going to make sure that at least a lot of the, the, the things, the obvious things, um, or mistakes that were being made are not uh, are not being made again. Because, quite frankly, I think in this kind of age that we're in, people really can't afford to make a lot of those repeated mistakes, unless unless uh, I'm missing something. I'm not
2: convinced. I agree. If your competitors are already doing it, then it it's one of those. It's kind of like a escalation type of situation. So if your competitors outperforming you because they have better DevOps, then you'll it'll it'll drive businesses to go to kind of go that way.
0: Right. We'll see. And I, I, I would like to have faith that that's the case. But you see a lot of repeated effort just because you know we relearn the same lessons over and over. Not as an industry, right? That was who who said that recently that uh, computer science is not quite a discipline because of our disdain as an industry for history. Uh, some famous programmer said that, who created some language just recently in an interview and made a bunch of news. Uh, so I don't know. I hope so. But we'll see. I, I think we're all at least hoping hoping that's the case. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, repeating mistakes, actually, Patrick Dubra has a document up on his GitHub. Uh, we'll link it uh, in the show notes. It's called Stop the Fork. And it actually has a bunch of interesting notes about forking software, forking projects, and how how to not do that he has uh, one of the the intro to it says a good way to think of it is if i can't share it i'm probably doing it wrong and then there's some bullet points and of course you can pull and fork this document and then probably submit pull requests but, you know, learning hard coding, just different structures of setting things up. He gives some tool-specific things about Puppet and Chef and CFEngine 3, which I think are really interesting. The one thing that, that I recently realized, and maybe this is old school, and maybe people will think, well, geez, this is, you're stupid for saying this, but I didn't realize the extent to which a lot of software development these days is taking a project on, on GitHub, forking it for your own needs, and then never working to contribute it back and just leaving it, and then that can become sort of security support nightmare if, if the community is updating things and you're stuck on this old fork that you made. So I, it's nice to see somebody sort of... And in fact, uh, Sasha, this came up at ChefConf in like a bunch of like don't do this talks where it was like forking the cookbooks.
3: Well, that's yeah. because with Chef, when we were much less mature... The cookbooks from the community were also much less mature and they were not easy to use and they were not flexible and they often didn't work for your individual use case and you didn't have a choice. And so we all did this and it and it sucked. And it still <laughs> sucks that we have this stuff, right?
0: And so So this is a mistake that we repeated. We we, did <laughs> okay. about, we are but we, we are about
3: fixing about. it. Yes. We are fixing it now and we're trying to help next gen chefs not have this problem. And the same thing is going for Puppet. They're doing the same thing with parameterizing the hell out of everything.
0: Yeah. No, it's, and it's good. It's actually good to see somebody tackling this problem by uh, someone who, who who we all know tackling this problem saying, you know, here's some theoretical stuff that you should wow. not hard code and not make, but also tool-specific stuff. Well, um, and I'd
3: also like to throw out there, too, at the same time, not only should you not fork other people's work and then make changes that are divergent, but you should be using the community tools unless there is an egregious lack of something in them. This whole desire to, like... I don't like your tool. It doesn't exactly do what I want, so I'm going to make a new one thing. It just pisses me off.
0: That's uh, that's Roll Your Own, which we covered, and you want to cover it again, don't you? I
3: do. <laughs> yeah. I feel a lot more strongly about it than I did last year after having experienced some egregious violations of rolling your own.
1: I think I mean, my, my thoughts on this whole Stop the Fork thing is, um, I mean, even before GitHub, uh, and I, I've worked at a company where, you know, I'm not going to mention which open source projects that have been forked, but they've been forked and, and modified and and hacked, and then um, they were so divergent from, you know, the original trunk or mainline that it, to, to merge everything back would be very painful, so...
0: Right, but I think the difference is, and, and so, yeah, I, I we had that, too, with, like, a, a Bugzilla instance of the, that was so forked it would never, ever get returned, and then it became a support, and we talked about that in the earlier episode. The difference is, is that GitHub almost the, the way that you work, it makes it so easy to fork it. There's You don't have to have a conversation. There's I mean, Forking used to be this big open source thing where it was you had a slash. article and you forked the thing, or if you were a company and you forked it that way, it was quiet, but you still did it. Uh, forking is actually part of the way GitHub works, because right. if you want to do a pull request, you got to fork it, right? And so I think it was kind of like a new generation of people coming into open source, got to GitHub, uh, and the Git workflow was fork it, and you know, I think people that had been around, I mean, the Linux kernel, they knew what that was sort of about and how to, the the process was to fork the repo, but you still, you didn't think that you were sort of forking it. And then you gave a bunch of people this powerful, you know, shotgun, and they sort of blew their leg off, and then nobody told them, well, you know, you shouldn't point it at your feet. That's not, you know, you're supposed to kind of come back and and bring the code back. And again, that's, you know, that's actually one of those things that I've seen it, I've actually seen it a a lot on the, the Rails community side. People forking gems and not not and then making their modification and never uh, working to get that that back you in It's
3: permanent forking that's very bad.
0: Yeah,
2: for well forking forking is fine so long as it gets so long as the work gets contributed back upstream at some. That's the thing is, I don't want to whenever it's like stop the forking. I think forking is good to once you're once you're learning it, but it's a you either need to dump the fork. It's it's forking right. used to be planting a flag. When you fork something like Paul's saying, you had the Slashdot article, you planted a flag. Now there's, it's not that kind of epic. Like I'm making a statement. It's like I just wanted to play with this and you know pop it in my GitHub.
0: Well, here's so the thing: I mean, it, it became
2: or don't let other people use forks unless there is that egregious need to. No. Well, it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, that's that's a good other point. It's don't like don't distribute
2: forks. it. I, I don't care if you. Do, I don't care if you do fork it. That's forking is great. Everyone should go out and. Fork projects and learn how to use Git and do all those fun things. But if you if it's not going to be of value, then put a big thing in your README. Just have it, maybe have it be as a, a lesson how to not do something. Because I don't want to. I wouldn't want to ever think like discourage people from like experimenting with code because
0: that's a good thing. Certainly. Well, so I think that's the difference. You have a generation of people that forking is part of the workflow of the tool, and there wasn't any sort of discussion around when it is from a community side the right thing to do versus it's just part of the workflow. So we didn't really have that conversation and that's exactly what this document is. So it's great that he's yeah. doing that and you should yeah. go read it.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it'd be good if like, like Ops Code came out and was like, hey guys, like only fork when, you know, when necessary as part of their kind of like community guidelines. Yeah. So that would be something like that would be awesome. Just, or maybe a, a guide to just like Patrick has provided, like yeah. that they kind of, ad- if they just adopt it and say, hey, read this before yep. you it, you know before you fork
0: and if you really think yeah. it's necessary do it
3: do we right. not have a style guide because it seems like we should
0: a style uh, guide.
3: A style guide well I think so that's what this is this um, is what I that's think, turning into well no I mean for chef and stuff like that specifically so how did things to do and not do maybe we haven't actually gotten to that point yet where ops Code is specifically publishing something I think there, the
4: there was a job.
2: really really old one the punchline like, to
0: this joke Sasha is fork Patrick's document and start. <laughs>
2: No, there's there is an, there's an ancient one. I actually see this it's From 2011, there was a style guide draft by our good friend uh, Josh Timberman,
0: but nothing more than that. Mm. And that actually sounds, by the way, that could be a whole episode. Maybe it should be. But last up tonight on News and Views, the ACLU, this, this article is a, a couple weeks ago. The ACLU was asking the uh, Federal Trade Commission to force carriers to patch or replace Android devices. We'll again link all the details And then I actually had this up. Uh, even more than a couple weeks ago, but it became big news. And I thought it was interesting because can you imagine, I mean, they're they're saying uh, there's an epidemic of unpatched, insecure Android mobile devices that is a problem for consumers, and it really is, but what I thought was interesting, the side of it, can you imagine the ACLU or EFF or some organization asking the government to force you to release software, to force you to ship? And that's why I thought this was kind of an interesting... And we'll link to all the complaints and everything in the show notes. You can take a look at it. But uh, I wanted to get what uh, you guys thought of this. Just because it's kind of like you must ship like well, what uh, you thought of it.
1: I'm kind of wondering, do, do they even have any legal basis to, to do that? I mean, can you really get a company that shipped out some software to, to just tell, to tell them, hey, you need to ship out the next version. You need to patch. I mean, people don't have, have to use... That particular version of Android on that particular for that particular vendor, they could just go to some other vendor. Or-
0: well, yeah, but that's I think that's the point. I think the tech industry in general has always been, you know, I, the more I work in the industry, the more I see we don't care about branches, we don't care about supporting code because everyone should just always get the latest. And you see this with Chrome, you see this with Firefox, you see this with Spotify. You see, the, like, it's just always take the update. Just don't always take.
3: My iPhone gets all yep. that.
0: Yep, and my and my iPhone was I had a blog post on that was bricked for a while because they didn't test the update. So you've got a couple problems, and I maybe this is worth a show too. But I think it is worth saying that you know the, the industry sort of has, has this assumption that oh yeah of course when you buy the device of course it'll work and of course it's secure and of course you know all of these things. But as a value, I don't. I think we're sort of losing support matters.
3: I am never going to have another Android phone. Because I, I had that same problem. I couldn't get updates like, or anything. It was just sucked.
0: Well, and Android's weird because it, it's a carrier issue as well. I, I it phone a, up. It was
3: a Samsung, by the way, in case
0: anybody... <laughs> She's, I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly which one I had. Right, Don't get right. it.
3: Really, that was like the worst year phone phone step of my life was that year with my Samsung. mm Well,
0: certainly. Again, this may be fodder for a longer discussion, but but it is interesting to see that you know maybe this idea of if you're selling millions of customers a device, there is an expectation that you will keep it, you will support it, and if you don't, maybe the FTC will come after you. I think.
2: Well, I think it's also interesting that they've just filed a complaint. This is not this is not a suit or anything at this point. So it's it's basically mm-hmm. ACU being like, hey, everyone, look at this. But
0: no, but the F- well, yeah, that's a good point. I,
2: well, it's just the, just, a, just a complaint. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's definitely interesting, but I don't know the the legal weight, but the being behind it because it is kind of a weak case. Well, the so, FTC
0: can force you know the FTC can conf- right. can people. So the FTC
2: I, gets a lot of complaints
0: too. It's true. That's, why, that's, that's my,
2: it. my point. That's yep. there. ACLU also files a lot of them, so... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it, don't get wrong. I think it's important, but... Uh, no,
0: nope, that's up. a very that's a very astute point, and uh, we'll have to watch for this in the future and see how this uh, develops. Uh, next up, Chef Con 2013 with the Food Fight Show crew. It's the Ship Food Fight Show. Next up on the Ship Show. Welcome back to the, I don't know, is it the Ship Food Show or the Food Fight Ship? I don't know that we... Ship the Food Show? Ship <laughs> the Food, yeah, show. The ship. The food fight, fight Ship! ship. The Food Fight, fight ship. ship! Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, and as you can tell, we have a full house this evening of everyone from both podcasts. Who all is here? I am Brian Berry, <laughs> <and Ethan laughs> in residence.
2: Uh, Nathan Harvey.
0: Seth Thomas. Yusuf. Of and with special guest star a guy uh, <laughs> and we will actually return to that shortly <laughs> uh, but before we so we're all at chef Conf, we're actually closing down chef Conf, which is awesome but I did want to actually before we get into any of this Nathan has been running around like a madman oh, the last yeah. few days doing an awesome job oh, yeah. of putting and that is like a totally thankless job. But you just pulled it off like, this, I'm awesome. You guys are awesome. This is all awesome. And this mm-hmm. is easy. And it looked great. So
5: You know what? That song kept coming to my head, Born to Do This by Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> you, were,
0: you, were born, you were born this way. Man. You yes. Were born, born this way. Yeah. Yeah. Do Chef the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only downside is you will be doing it for now until the end of time. I think, was it Adam was like, uh, ChefConf 2015, I until, until, it's yeah, it's all yeah. you, man. Until configuration management ends. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, yes. Perfect. collapse. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you very much. So yes. I wanted to start off us chatting about you know there were a bunch of really big talks and big things that were revealed over the last couple of days, and so I wanted to start there. Like, what do you guys think was like the biggest thing that uh-huh. happened of, of the of the big talks of the big? I, you know, I,
5: my co- biggest aha moment, and I think a lot of people had this, was watching the Disney presentation and realized they were using your code. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and they were like doing their all their animations, testing their for all their infrastructure using code. It's not just me using my code. They, I was the next Atomic Penguin. They're using a lot of his code. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of that really kind of threw me for a loop. And I'm sure that's true for a lot of. A lot
6: of other people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that seems to be a running theme of open source is once you put it out there, anybody in the world can use it, and you'll be surprised at who might be
0: it. Nuclear power plants running on Jeff. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they Berkshelfed that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what What? what about you? you?
2: Big talks? I don't know. I, I Honestly, I, I, my favorite talk was a little talk.
0: Well, we'll get to those. Okay. Big talks. Big talks. I'm trying to think. So there was GE was here. Yeah, GE. They were awesome, and they were talking about down. the industrial
6: revolution. <laughs> <Yeah>. The <laughs> industrial, <laughs> oh, <shit>. industrial <laughs> internet. So the, yeah. thing with,
7: the thing with GE is with Chef, they're only saving what like two percent. Right. Two so. percent of a gazillion oh, dollars. Oh, right, right, right. right, so right. The of, well, mean, well yeah. I have, there was that line about
0: how much we tried to figure out how much money we're saving, and they're like, "Well, we don't know what two percent of we don't know is." So Fletcher, there was
8: a talk you told me about that you were like. Yes. So this. this This is a recurring theme for me every, every, so these two chef conferences, we've had a talk from cycle computing. So this is Brian's boss, Jason, and both years I'm, I'm practically moved to tears because he's basically talking about what we're doing can help save lives, cure cancer, like anything.
6: And, and it's like without us, this stuff could not happen. it's a powerful message that it just needs to be repeated more often. It's it's like the folding at home stuff
2: where you're actually like spending your spare CPU cycles in that same vein. Except he's like, we can we can reduce computation by like fifty years. Yeah. With just a couple thousand dollars. Yeah,
8: right. It's basically free. It's, it's, basically, it's free. basically free oh, compared to uh, yeah, amortized over time. It's
2: yeah. basically yeah. Like, <laughs> well,
0: it's funny too. What was that statistic for the the scientific work? They were like, well, if we had done this computing stuff, this project, it was like hundred CPU oh, right. or whatever. Years, yeah, and it was yeah. yeah so it's like. You would have started with the first trains thing, yeah. or whatever, yeah. Alexander Graham Bell, and then yeah. when you were done, you'd have quantum style. Like yeah. that was were, it, took it was, us all it was the it way like up to
2: nineteen ninety seven <laughs> to 2012. <laughs> yeah, was that's how long would it would have take. <laughs> yeah, for a but, single calculator, like <laughs> right. very simple. And I was yeah. just like, that's. We, I mean, you, we, we can all do know this. Now. Like you can, we can conceive of this, but to actually see it, like produce tangible results. And uh, the, the one he said is they found three proteins to help attack cancer that they wouldn't have found had they not powered up that cluster. That's pretty huge.
0: Even for us, right? We're used to this stuff. The Facebook talk was amazing, but like we all use Facebook and we all, when we're doing Chef, we like get, it's in a data center, da, 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 da. And you were talking about the three proteins in Arizona. Those are down in the wet lab now. And when you see like Chef techies, the stuff you're doing is affecting now, like stuff in a lab where it's getting made into pills and people are, that kind of stuff. Chef
2: is helping cure cancer. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's but like, so it's a mic drop. Like. <laughs> We're out. No,
0: and actually that's the whole point. We're not out because Adam's talk, Adam's keynote. Uber I, yeah, Uber, Uber, banana, u- u- Uber banana. banana, Uber, Uber, Uber banana. Every, I don't. I, they're I not.
6: Uber banana sounds
0: fine. <laughs> well, the so the interesting thing, the thing I loved about his yeah. keynote was there was a mix of the you can do it message not only are that you can do it, but we are doing it. And it's not just we Ops Code, it's we all of us And it's going to it. happen
5: whether you're part of it or not. <laughs> right,
0: so, he, so it was amazing because he was talking about the way it's affecting the economy. But he, So he's talking about it in this very Ops Code community-esque sort of way that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Right? But also in this very like economic, it's a reality, and if you don't buy into it, that's fine, but you're screwed. <laughs> it's great, right? <laughs> and, the, and the only way that he can do and have, that, <laughs> have the CIOs and TTOs go, oh, mm-hmm, the yeah, world will We should on do on this. We're so we should just listen to you. Right.
7: (laughs) I thought the other thing that was really interesting about Adam's talk was he came up and he said, I've been giving you advice for many years and a lot of it was wrong. (laughs) And it's time for me to admit that and there's this new way ahead and I'm going to start giving you different advice and I believe fully that this is the right path. Well, he
2: wanted to explore why
7: he was right. wrong. Well, because he'd give the
2: same advice to two exactly. different people, yep. and one would succeed and one would fail. And he's like, I need to figure out why.
0: And the funny thing about that is that we've all seen that. And the answer that we always boil it down to is, well, culture. And the thing is, like, you can't write a white paper that people was, like C- CXOs listen to about culture. So he's like, I gave the same advice. I got to think about this. And then he had really good bullet points. Now, that talk, well, most of these keynotes are like on going up.
4: Uh, As yeah. we speak. So
0: actually,
7: so, I would say that right now, all of the keynotes from yesterday are already on YouTube. Awesome. So yeah. we will link to them in the show the notes, essence. and you can yeah. you yeah. can
0: watch yeah. the awesomeness there that we're yeah. that so. We're so some of the
5: key thing that came out of Adam's keynote, I believe he said that software is how, increasingly, how we interact with our world. Mm-hmm. The flexibility and Over- re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the reliability of the software defines how well people interact with their world. Right. So well, and, it's, and it's, a, it's
2: a proliferation of technology because he mentioned in the in his example about that Ugandan village. Once they had cell phone penetration mm-hmm. in that area, that revolutionized how people could interact with traders. And it just yep. it's a very small. Even if people didn't have phones, mm-hmm. it was. Technology was pushed there, and then people went there.
6: Yeah, it's it's that exponential growth curve that as soon as it happens, it explodes. Right? Or it could go from
2: 8%, I think it's 8%, to like 25% in a few years. And then
6: is- jumps to 75%. Right. right, amazing.
0: So here's a question. Do you think that that is what's happening with Chef and DevOps and people and, and configuration management and people getting it. You think this is that we we're talking about that before the show the tipping point? Are we really in a position to say
8: to... If, if people aren't getting it? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so I, I feel like I'm in a really nice bubble right now.
5: I feel like yeah. you're in a nice it's bubble. A bubble. It's a bubble of love and configuration like it's management. It's so great. Right. And I, think, <laughs> like, I feel like maybe the rest of the world doesn't get it. Maybe they will eventually. probably will eventually. But I think we are very much well, well when we've
2: had it explained
5: in our primitives, like that we
2: understand, it's very accessible. Right, when it's like here's here is the entryway because a lot of people aren't going to examine those, and so it's good to kind of blow up from right. the oh, we're talking about configuration management. Here is why this is becoming a thing. Right. That's that's the important like twenty thousand foot perspective type of.
6: I think another important aspect of it all is that this this conference we saw what we haven't seen in many conferences before. We've seen the big business come out of the woodwork and our it. code. It's a, it's yeah. our code. Right? It's an code. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! You wrote a bug and you <laughs> screwed Disney, right? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Disney. It, it, that's exactly. I, I what guess I'll, it is. I'll get you back the money you didn't right. pay me. So the aspect of are we at a tipping point? Well, it, it could very well be. Many more big businesses have been doing it, and now they're coming out and talking about it. A lot of us are in more of a smaller startup world where we can easily associate the, these ideas, and we can pivot, and we can leverage, and we can do all the fun stuff. But the big business, they they've got more restrictions. They've got more. They're less willing to talk publicly. Or in about the case of Disney, doing.
5: they have data centers without internet access. Yeah, yeah, the data set, like, completely locked off. Yeah, like, locked out. So, <laughs> I, I guess, what do, you guys, what do you guys think of the Disney talk? So, I, I want to say, I was not
2: expecting great things. Like, going in, and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, there was a lot of, like,
5: Disney presentation, mm-hmm. but... Can well, you tell us about that presentation? Can someone describe the presentation? All of them.
9: Man, why isn't that? I wish it was recorded, because I have
5: watched it. Can someone give a little background, please? I actually
9: please?
2: care, though. So, so, the Disney talk, uh, they, you, it was, there was no recording. Disney is very protective of their IP. Uh, that is understandable for the size of business they are. And they were talking, they were showing internals of how they have used Chef and how they've deployed Chef and the tools they've written, which I I expect to be dry. Like it was like, they're just gonna be like, ah, Chef is awesome. And it was kind of the stuff we've heard like last ChefCon, but we've heard it anytime somebody talks about Chef. And they actually created some really amazing tools that I was was just like, oh, that would be super useful. And they they actually grasped the workflow and they were in the process of changing their organization, which is very difficult, especially for how big Disney is. Live um, or companies almost like not even like that are massive and not even close to the size of Disney. Sure. Um, one of the biggest things that I thought was really cool is they they said, you know, they have all these silos. And they started building bridges across teams. So they're like, hey, now everyone, here's our GitHub instance, our enterprise GitHub instance. Oh yeah. That was a that big surprised deal. Me. Like, yeah, were were, like, like sh- subversion or something. Connecting, right? yeah, yeah connecting for for each perforce, perforce and subversion. Right. Right. It depended what silo. Right. And they right. said, we're gonna connect everybody to this. Mm-hmm. And that's they were doing the valuable building bridges that we always talk about, but you know, it's it's really rare to see it at a company of that size. Right. I
5: also thought it was wild that their their product, their presentation opened with like a ten minute and a custom animation <laughs> yeah. live video uh, that was the loudest thing. It actually gave me a headache from all the visual <laughs> stimulation. But that was Marvel oh, animation. All the Marvel movie. animation. The is, Marvel yeah. those, those,
2: those slides were unbearably pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like it was like the production quality on those slides is better than most TV shows. Well, I,
6: mean, <laughs> is, I feel for everybody listening on the podcast, you will never get to see. Those
2: <laughs> if you like Iron Man, you missed out. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, the other
0: thing too with with Disney in particular, I think a lot of times like we, we see Disney and we forget all of the stuff they do. So. In that intro, they had the cartoons, like the Disney Studios. They had Pixar. We remember that, right? They had all the Star Wars stuff because they just got that.
5: And All the Marvel stuff. Uh,
0: The Marvel stuff, which I'd forgotten. Uh, Uh, Also, uh, ABC, ESPN, 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 like all the TV stuff. Hey, guys,
5: don't forget go.com.
2: Still
7: around. (laughs) Yeah. And he actually
0: said that. He's like, yeah, we're still doing it. We're still pushing out updates. No more tarballs, but yeah." yeah.
7: So I think the other thing that's interesting when we talk about the bridges that they were building, I happen to know all of the guys from Disney that gave that presentation and they were here yesterday morning and they had to leave early because they were going to Pixar Studios to sell Chef to an internal team. Nice! After their talk this morning they went to the community room, did some Q&A, and then they had to bug out because they were going to Lucasfilm to go
8: and sell shit. Yeah, whatever. No time, we're spreading the gospel right. all the time now. Yeah. So right. It's like it's incredible. Well, That was
2: what was powerful, is they were talking about internally evangelizing their software to other teams, and that's such a, I mean, we know this, but we usually have to evangelize as much, because we're against small teams. Right.
0: So it sounds like they were doing it all day, every day, and twice on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. To quote Pretty out. much. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's, and that's
2: a, I mean, wow. and I saw, like, you could tell when you heard the speakers that they were really passionate about chef they were really they were like we are changing this and that kind of excitement that we may have forgotten because we're like happy startup bubble people is like that's really cool that's you you've made you've changed your organization for the better you're you're breaking down barriers all that stuff that we talk about right we don't get so, to do.
6: So speaking of startup bubbles, and, and Brian, you touched on this briefly, and I think anybody who was in New York for DevOps days, there was a talk about the echo chamber, right? It's kind of echoey in this chamber. <laughs> but uh, the, the fact that we do kind of like surround ourselves with other people who we love to share yeah. the experience with, and we're mm-hmm. all learning from each other. But I uh, guess the challenge is how do we then go that one step further and talk to people who aren't coming to ChefCon? I don't think, you, would,
5: I don't think you do. I think you build awesome stuff, and they
6: will come to you. Yeah. Why yes. not they all come? Yes. I, don't, uh, I don't. I don't know. know well, exactly. here's the
0: thing. Here's the one thing I will say. No matter how you get them in the door, and I said this earlier. Kicking and
6: screaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could drag them. You know, hog uh, <laughs> tie them, bring them in. I said this earlier. I think in the first, the day one review that we did, that the thing that is so awesome about this particular conference is there's not a lot of you're doing it wrong. Let me show you how to do it right. There's a lot of I did it this way and it was awesome and if you want to do it that way, when I did it, I cried the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and when you do it, if it doesn't work for you, we'll get a beer. Yeah, but if we'll you want to do, do it, like, know. go with it, you know? And, and so, especially good. for, like, people like GE and Disney, when we talked about this, I got a lot of weird requirements that you're going to go, like, what the f? But I can't, I got to do that, right? right? This kind of environment is very conducive to bringing those people in because they know they're not going to get a, well, your environment's dumb. fix that, oh, no, yeah. yeah. right? So,
5: so I want to address you, Mike's please, thing please. is that Big business will only accept change if it means making or losing money. Right. So, right. so they're gonna, if it means being crushed in the marketplace, they have to accept it, then they will. But not before then. It doesn't matter how many rah-rah people. I, I lived in the desktop Linux world yeah. for a long time. Yep. Look how we're doing.
4: It's the year
2: year of desktop Linux again. Every year.
4: (laughs) Every year. Every year, all year, and twice on leap years. (laughs) So,
0: I mean, to
6: address, uh, to uh, again address that that point of change, it has taken us now. Chef is five years old, right? And it's been widely accessible for probably three or uh, three or four years Mm -hmm. of that, and it's it's reaching that maturity level Mm -hmm. where. The probably the most used word during this entire conference has been the word awesome. Yeah. Because it is and it applies. So the more that that actually remains true, then it will attract. So yeah, Brian, they will follow. But
0: to to that point, Adam's talk, his big thing was listen, you either revolutionize or it's economics. and you can That slow death Right, that slow so death of 15 years And here's the thing yeah. This is the argument you have to make And you're totally right about this The executives, if they're coasting They're like I'm going to be retired in five years I don't care You have to make the argument Well, you're going to die If you don't revolutionize And then becomes the really hard part About how do you do that safely How do you get them on board And I think that's the hard part It's hard right. to sell that You know, how do you keep doing business Without and That's also my the greatest oh, sorry. A lot
9: sorry. of things that actually you will see Is that a lot of these companies Who are using these tools now I can't remember which ones we can talk about and which ones I can't. <laughs> so, but there are some big companies here who are doing that, and, and Adam talks about going down to places like Texas and Kansas and things like that. They are talking about what they're doing because they're going. Look, we started using these new tools, and all of a sudden we are dropping stuff on the website every day. Yeah. And we are mm-hmm. bringing stuff back to our customers and we're killing value. it. Yeah. And if you don't, if they don't just talk about it, at tech stuff. I think it shows up in their quarterly reports and things like that, too. A lot of these are public companies. I noticed
2: that a number of the talks, the point was made that the focus is, is serving the customer. It's not about serving the users. And Jamie talked about in his talk. There were at least five other talks. It was like, it's about making it for the user. All of this stuff that we do is to enable, empower users. Most of our stuff is web-facing, or if it's not web-facing, it's for your developer community. But they're still your users, they're still your customers, your clients. And right. everyone kind of touched on that point. Right. It was like, we're doing it for other people now.
0: Well, and I think you were talking about in the quarterly reports, the jobs board was cray. The uh, Opspro jobs board was cray. The Opspro uh, jobs
4: uh, Right, and a lot of, well, not the
0: board, their site, their website, right? DisneyCareers.com. I know. A bunch of talks <laughs> were like, by the way, and by the way, Disney Careers is a chef. Right? <laughs> yeah. but here's, Which here's was awesome. Like, so right, right. Ultimate He's non-fooding. like, yeah, but here's the thing about that. I think they're starting to realize the, the people that are good understand the reason they're good is because of all this other stuff. And if you don't actually sell that to them. So I think the middle management layer is getting that. We can't hire people because they don't think we're doing anything neat. And the flip side of that is if you're doing this stuff at scale like Disney is, that's actually fun. That's but true. a lot of people Absolutely don't choose, fun, yeah. but don't, a lot of people don't choose that path because they think it's it's, it's, boring oh, it's and big, drudgery big and small. it's blah, 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 blah. super challenging. Right, yeah. It's yeah. even
2: more challenging, I'd say, than when you're at your small startup and you've got like 10, 15 servers. They're like, we've only got three thousand servers shaft, or some arbitrary. So but they're like, we still have a lot more. Right, like they're just kind of like that's just the tip of the ice. We really so basically, we're in the
0: server room picking servers off. Yeah, you know, just racks at a time. Yeah, like, that's
2: yeah. And that's awesome because you're actually improving everybody's lives.
0: So I wanted to talk about the one big talk we haven't talked. We touched on a little bit the Facebook talk from yesterday. From yesterday, Phil yes, his talk F bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that, that don't get bleeped. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I thought I mean it's funny because. Well, a lot of times when we talk about stuff. Facebook's the example. Yeah. And my big takeaway, you know, I, I come, my, you know, my things release engineering. When he was talking about even what he deals with, like syscuddles, and they're like, I can't let the developers change those. And they're like, well, that's what we do. So leave or let them do that. And they're like, okay. Oh, <laughs> like,
4: but then he was, but then,
0: but then he was like, he did it, and they were like, oh. I'm sure a couple developers took like clusters down when they deployed it, but it wasn't a big deal. It didn't take Facebook they have thousands
4: that. of clusters. Right,
0: and they can do it in a test and go, oh, that's working fine. And they right. have
8: visibility and they're tracking it right. and they know it's failure rates and they're yeah. not totally screwed. Right, yeah. And so
0: so I love, you know again, we talk a lot about culture. I love when there are technical examples of things, it's like, well, what are you actually allowing your developers to do? That's great. Oh, the one thing I wanted to plug—he was like, "Yeah, we're using Git on the front end, but subversion on the back
4: end." Take <laughs> hey, that, yeah, everybody! Oh,
0: Checking no, their cookbooks no. into subversion. Oh, Be a wow. thing. Yeah, he said.
8: Now, before you shudder, which is exactly what I was
0: like. <laughs> <no. laughs> the <Actually, our laughs> entire <exact> audience <laughs> was like, Ew, like Ew. "A yeah. cold wind
8: passed <laughs> through <laughs> the eyes. <Elijah. sighs> yeah, the cool breeze. Okay.
0: So, you brought up small talks, let's go uh, through, what was your favorite, Yusuf. you've been quiet, what
1: was your favorite small talk? Small talks, gosh, there's so many of them that were that were awesome, So, but I think the, the one that, that really, really left a mark on me is, um, I'd probably have to say Jones from yesterday.
0: About, uh, I was a sysadmin, oh, yeah. and I the hated chef.
1: The five phases of grief. <laughs> right, really yeah,
0: of- I know, and it's funny, the way that you hear the talk and it's like, what, is, what are you saying, What's you saying, right? And there were a lot of talks with this element of people going up and saying, I f***ed up. <laughs> I did this, and, and uh, this is how it turned out really awfully for me. And that takes a lot of courage. You know, Adam's keynote where he's like, I, I told you stuff, and half of you failed. And I'm sorry. <laughs> that's hard to say, especially when you're in his position. Because you've right. got Disney sitting there going, well, which of the 50 were <laughs> you? know, or GE or whoever. Um, yeah. So that's hard to say. But I love that that's the way this community rolls, right? It's like this what we do. What about you, Nathan? What, yeah, what small so,
7: I, I mean, just to follow on with that, we intentionally asked for that in the call for papers we ask presenters live on the edge we <laughs> want to hear about how did you learn to get better at chef and a lot of ways that you learn to get better at chef is the same way that you learn
2: to walk you fall down a lot my, and my then, favorite talks are the fall like even yeah. for like at, at our own conferences it's like uh-huh. tell us how you horribly misuse the product and tell us how you found a bug in it
7: right show us how bad we are right <laughs> and, and, and take us down that journey and maybe <laughs> maybe we can go down a slightly different path that has as many potholes, right? We're still gonna fall and stumble and trip, but we're gonna trip in a different way. (laughs) And more inspiring and inventive ways. (laughs) It 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 might look look more like a cartwheel than a trip, right? (laughs) So, boom, we nailed it. as far as, for me, like the small talks, so here's the thing about organizing a conference. You get to be at the conference, but you don't get to go to the conference. <laughs> so, so you're gonna be watching that YouTube so,
0: channel like for the next four So yeah, days. I'm, yep. I'm gonna
7: be like buried in YouTube. Uh, yeah, I got to see like three minutes of every talk. Yeah. And So they were all awesome.
9: And you were amazingly supportive for everybody. So.
7: Yeah.
8: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I remember there was a Twitter thing about this. Sasha, you were asking, like, I need beer before my talk. And Nathan's <laughs> like, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, only did was... he like make sure I had a beer. He brought down two beers to the
9: speaker room and
0: had a drink with me. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, and there was bacon. That was I never at any conference. So kudos for that. Yes. Yeah. Bacon. <laughs> uh, bacon, bacon in the speaker's room. All day, time. all yeah. day, all day long, every day, and twice on Jeff.
2: I'm, I'm speaking next year, or at least applying because there was bacon and scotch yeah, yeah, in I the are. room, and I was like, "Why am I not?" I presented? heard that you like bacon. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, bacon. I mean, bacon,
4: some bacon. Yeah, yeah bacon. <laughs> I'll put some bacon in your chef yeah. Exactly, <laughs> Seth. So
2: my favorite talk of today. There were a lot of great talks, small talks yesterday, but the, there were two today that were really good. Omnibus. That is awesome! Holy cow! Right? Omnibus is so cool. You should like go use it. And like for me, I'm trying to build packages for SmartOS, and I need to. I don't want to install Ruby. And they were like, Oh, and we've got all these PRs are about ready to drop for SmartOS, and I was just I was, Boom. Was confetti cannons.
0: I love um, when they do that at
4: conferences.
2: Yeah, they're like, Oh yeah, we've got these PRs. We're going to service them on the hack day tomorrow. And I was like, I want to give every you know hug ups in action. Yeah. The other really good one was Chef Zero. Uh, Chef Zero will allow you to run a Chef server in memory, locally, to do all of your testing. There is, for people who are trying to set up workflows, there is nothing cooler than that. Hey, is that safe for production? Uh, no, that is not safe for production. <laughs> um, that was made clear a number of times, and I want to let everyone know that it's not safe for production. Is and that, that why it's Chef Zero? Chef <laughs> Zero, It's not 1.0? Yeah. <laughs> it's not no calories? Yeah. <laughs> not,
6: and doesn't this taste like <laughs>
2: Super fast, super cool, it's going to, he was mentioning one of the ways that you could potentially use this is chef client dash dash local server before you actually do anything. Hmm. Have it converge locally against, you know, just a server that runs in RAM and that's really solves a workflow problem for a lot of people and gives you full chef server function, it's not chef Solo. Yeah, the problem was it took John,
7: John Kaiser who wrote that chef zero, it took him forever to write that, right?
2: He he wrote that so he, that was the best part. He said he wrote that while he was waiting in a Black Friday line at Best Buy. <laughs> well, to I get a TV, TV fair. Oh yeah, TV that was the name of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah to be fair, of course those he, lines can be really long. It was like he said he was he was waiting there for like eight hours at least. And he was just like he was like, I got I got there with what a camp. You know, twelve pack of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: like he was like
2: twelve pack of Coke, a comfy chair, your laptop, and your MyFi, like done. And he was it's a
0: hack day at Best Buy. Yeah, basically a hack day at
2: Best Buy. I'm gonna start doing that yeah. now, yeah. just like hack but day at the Apple Store be like, oh, I'm just hacking, waiting for whatever the new thing is. And the yeah. sad
7: face part of the story
2: is, I don't
5: think he got the he TV. Give a TV. He didn't get the TV. he was? But the
0: chef community but got t- something yeah. wrong. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Brian.
5: Um, I, sadly, uh, I did not go to any small talks. I was also very busy. Um, you went to one small talk today. I went to my own small there talk. There you go. <laughs> uh, sadly, I, this is, I'm meeting a lot of my work colleagues for the uh-huh. first time. And also, I put aside specific time to meet and talk to friends. That I knew,
0: and uh, so you were you were working the room doing the community. thing, uh, uh, which is, yeah. Yeah. Which I, is I really, why we come to the conference. I had a
5: full agenda, like literally, of just meeting and talking to people, and I, it's, it's a bummer because I wanted to go to all of Fletcher's talks, and I didn't see any of them, which, <laughs> which was, were awesome. A shame. <laughs> you gave a talk on
8: Razor, right? Yeah.
5: So on, for the uh, audience, Brian is
0: pointing at Fletcher, who yeah. introduced himself as a guy. Oh yeah, so he's, guy. He's that actually guy. here, <laughs> but uh, yes, Fletcher, you did a bunch of talks.
8: Yeah, so I did a talk about uh, Razer, so provisioning bare metal with like an API and all that goodness today. Well, did, out of that. did you get yeah. a talk mm-hmm. about on Test Kitchen
5: or
6: did you an impromptu talkers? So? An impromptu one in the community on the I conference. guess if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> it does There's does a bit count. of a demo in the community <coughs> uh, track, yeah. proper talk And then a proper
8: talk, a proper talk prior to that. <laughs> can someone but who... Fletcher, you like talking,
5: don't you? Can someone who I is don't present know in the talk room. comment? Uh, so I, did he does have to talk about himself? to say that I was at the test kitchen talk
2: and it was just basically here's here's how you should be testing things and here's how easy it is to test things and here's it's there's support there's it's you know first class this is how we should probably be testing things and and one of the important things I took away from actually the Disney talk was they you know they had a different thing than test kitchen because when they started testing is before test kitchen but right. they said just use something, right? which is, I think, a very... they cool. said, just no, use Test use. Kitchen. Well, they, 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 said, they said, just use Test Kitchen, but, they, but they're, they're like, even if you're not using, just make sure you're using something. Make which sure is funny,
0: because Sasha told us never to test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sasha. So, okay. yeah, the, like,
8: the takeaway for me was Disney stood up there with the entire conference listening to whatever they said, and they said, you need to test your cookbooks and your infrastructure. You need to. There's no excuse at all, yeah. and it's doable. So, yeah. like... Done. Yeah, <laughs> validation. I think this year's going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah. if that's my prediction.
0: As an aside, uh, Brian, you also you did a talk, but you also did community-like hackathon. I, I did activity. kind of a
5: hackathon. I, I did a, um, a. we were trying
0: to get everybody working with Alex, Linux containers. We did, actually. Yeah. yeah, we,
5: yeah. On Wednesday, we, uh, we got a lot of people started with using Linux containers together with Teskitch. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, with mixed results due to the code that I wrote on the plane, uh, but, uh, and then we also had someone come from the Docker Project, Solomon Hikes. And it was really awesome to hear from him what he's doing. And I think in many ways what he's doing is a game changer for the kind of workflows that we're talking about. For those of us who are in
0: Linux, primarily Linux environments. Right. OK, nice. Yes. Sasha. What about you for small talk? What, what?
9: I didn't make it to too many talks today. Um, I did make it to Mitchell's last. He was the last talk of the day. He did his uh, multi multi provider vagrant, and he was giving us the 411 on all the great new favorite features, which is pretty super. And it's too bad y'all missed it because there was a guy from VMware there handing out big discounts on Fusion. VMware on Fusion. And Mitchell also gave us all a tag until Tuesday to go get a discounted Fusion VR provider. Prefer.
6: Yeah. Wow. Man, uh, I'm just got mine. Ah. No <laughs> refunds, no I Wonder but when Sasha. that video is
8: gonna surface
7: <laughs> on YouTube.
8: <laughs>
6: yeah, we'll get it up before Tuesday, right? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, what that's what I'm, I'm thinking. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so Sasha, you also uh gave a small talk today. I did give a small talk. What was your topic?
9: Uh how to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was how to do how to doom your chef environment uh implementation and how to piss everybody else off. Nice. Pretty much, yeah.
6: And was it accepted well, or did everybody storm out angrily? I think so. I mean,
9: I haven't done any public speaking, just really. And um, I got laughs in the right places. And (laughs) I had a line for questions at the end. Yeah. And um, I got a lot of
1: tweets.
8: So if you're saying you haven't done much talking, you totally fooled me because it was great. Was it really? (laughs) Because I
9: I haven't. I did a little, like, 20-minute presentation that a recent meetup to practice, kind of. Yeah. But it wasn't
8: it was Well meeting paid meeting. off. <laughs> <laughs> or your natural, yeah. But I've
9: had that discussion many times, right? All I had to do was really package it up. I was yep. mostly worried about the presentation of the package of the talk, really. Because yeah. I've had most of those conversations many times.
2: It was it was a great, here's here's what I did wrong, and I want to save you pain. And it was like, here are bad patterns. Like here are yeah. like <laughs> And but there were a bunch
0: yeah, of anti-patterns. Yeah, Julian, Julian Dunn did a great, a great talk, talk anti- about yeah. that. Right. Yeah.
2: Well,
9: and I admitted to things that I had never admitted to before publicly.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: How did that feel?
9: Well, so the the one is something that I actually haven't really wanted to admit too much—that I didn't know the difference between what went in a curly brace and what went in a square brace when I first started with Ruby three years ago. Like I had to stop and think about what went in that because I didn't know <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the difference between an array and a
0: hash. So you know, it's funny to me about that. I was I was laughing because I thought it was funny, but Adam. Jacob was sitting right in front of me and he was like yeah, <laughs> nodding his yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was bouncing the whole time. was <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, you tried to you tried to take a shell script
8: and put it in and just like port it straight over to okay. Chef? He's like, Yeah. yeah. So Adam said, Adam said it's yeah. not very often. I was literally the first person to make that anti-pat. he's like, that's <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're the first person to make that up that everyone else will make. But you're the first. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of those
9: things are people told me they have done too and I see people wanting to do like the self script party all the time and mm-hmm. so I'm like you guys you can't do this and I did it and I
1: know you want to but you can't sweet I think the thing that I love about the conference overall is just you know the idea that everybody has to start somewhere we're all still learning and you will make mistakes along the way but you will overcome those mistakes and, and come out ahead, which is, is awesome. And more importantly,
2: overcome them with the community's
1: help. Right. And that's, that's something that I, I honestly haven't seen in any other, at least open source community. Um, well, we've so. really
9: matured a lot, the community and the tooling as a whole. I mean, we have a lot to offer back to folks who don't know much yet because. Mm-hmm. We were flailing so hard three years ago, and now we have a lot of tools, a lot of best practices, and we have just so much to give back.
4: That was
2: the hardest thing for me when I started. Was la- there weren't any best practices? There weren't. Here's a good pat. Here's here's several design patterns. Here's some anti. Like those things. There was no learnchef.com. Testing was yeah kind of a scary thing, and now it's like oh, I just dad test kit done. Like I've got yep. i got tests.
6: I've got food critic. I've got you know, chef spec. Exactly. Just They're there's easy, so many easy. awesome ways to to actually accomplish yeah. these things. Yeah. What about you,
0: Mike? What are your favorite small
6: talk? So, uh, I, again, like Brian, I wasn't really able to attend too many anything from beginning to end. It was kind of like peeking. What's that? Well, it's yeah, a, you, you know. The dog. <laughs> data dog. <you laughs> data <did> yeah. dog. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you know, By how the way, it should be pointed out to those
5: who can't see that he's wearing the most awesome and adorable data yeah. dog shirt. <laughs> I will
6: give you stickers, <laughs> okay? Uh, but um, I, I think the, the most important takeaway that everybody said here in, in some form or another is that there's lots of open source communities out there. Our open source community surrounding this product of infrastructure and configuration management has by far been the most open about failure, most supportive when other people have problems and most inviting to new people that I've ever seen, right? Other communities And and
0: diverse the like they diverse, diverse, they embrace oh that like first, they solved yeah. that problem way early, right? right.
2: Uh, and, I'm sorry, it's not a
7: solved
0: problem. <laughs> 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 they addressed that problem. It was made yeah. critical to the the, you know, I, I, the going yeah.
2: forward.
6: Thinking it was, about it
0: was baked in from the beginning. It was at the it, you didn't have to tack it Exactly on. Yeah. right,
6: Absolutely. like the, the, the fact that we actively help newbies understand concepts that are not easy to understand and we're trying to make it easier and we're trying to make it more approachable. I love that chef,
0: Ruby for shit, for shit just for chef stuff. Like you don't just have to. Ruby for Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah I bookmarked the Right, shit right. and there mm-hmm. was
6: a pictograph like a year ago that broke everything down into like understandable components that matter to your servers and services. So we're, we're progressing along this path where we are figuring out that you don't have to have a PhD because I know I don't. <laughs> uh, you don't have to be an ultra Uber Unix geek from 30 years ago. You can be a person who's never written a line of code who wants to learn how to do this, and we will help you, we will go that extra mile because this is who we are. We've all been in that spot, and we know that pain, and we. we I don't know anybody who's going to sit there and be like, yeah, you should just go learn and come back in five years. <laughs> Read the man page. Read the say, man we should, page. We should give a
2: shout out to uh, to learnchef.com. Yeah.
6: Learnchef.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Seth
2: Bargo put that here. And that's, I mean, I didn't have that when I was starting. And I was, somebody was asking me recently at my company, like, how do I get started with Chef? And I was like, boom. boom. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, that guy's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. here's, here's how you can learn Chef, basic examples. And we're trying to make it like very, very inviting. Right, which is which is not something you see. I mean, go to like a big Linux conference or a Unix conference. It's just like everyone's like, oh, you don't know that. It's, it's just, it's, well, I think it's that, not always, the it's I think they're no getting thing. better, but
0: it's hit and miss, yeah. and that's the one thing. That this I didn't have a miss in this conference with somebody doing that. Yeah, go read mandate. Everyone right. and,
2: and there were yeah. there are even like things that happen to you watching on Twitter and people apologize and we're like, right. Hey, let's hug this out. Let's right. talk right. about this.
0: Hashtag hug off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you
2: know, when I, it's
9: not when a I meet people who don't know what a lolcat is in this community, I'm like, What do you mean you don't know what a lolcat is? Yeah.
0: <laughs> there needs to be a learn. Learnchef dot com slash lolcat. There you go. Oh, okay, I'm registering that right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, to the point about community, uh, I think my favorite set of talks, actually, on the small talk side, were the culture ones. And so, they the, did an incident response workshop on the workshop day. On even, Wednesday. The, yeah, which yeah. was a bunch of firefighters. Firefighter. Not like in the data center, fire, like firefighters. And they're like, you know, when we're taking people around in fire truck to the hospital. Like, these are the things we think about, right? Right. And uh, I think that shows the maturity of the tooling and the community that they're starting to ask these questions. And they're talking to other disciplines and they're not trying to reinvent it themselves because it turns out my favorite air traffic controllers and pilots yep. uh firemen 911 operators those people they've been doing it for a while and they got a lot of good ideas and we should not reinvent that so uh that and, was my favorite spot. Yeah. and
8: we're lucky that our our tolerance for failure is not as high. Like right. they're on another level,
0: right?
2: Yeah, you right. know, right. so if a we can't even converge. Thankfully, most yeah. somebody doesn't die. Right. I mean, I, I would, I, uh, I would I, I could, hope. I hope. Well, yeah. hey, well,
0: with GE doing the stuff yeah. in the hospital, and that's a thi- that's the thing. We need that discipline now with stuff that people are using it for, right. which is which is g- great and scary. Oh. What's, uh, what's like of... They were.
2: Well, I think Boeing was brought up at some point. How much they test all of their software? Right. It was brought up in one of the talks. we talking right. about. They go through this ridiculous amount of testing for these things, and now we have the
6: ability.
0: Right. Well, exam- not only
6: test. testing their software, have you ever seen that video where Boeing is testing their wing structure oh, and yeah. they flex right. it till it explodes? Right. Yeah. Or
0: crosswind landing right. on the 777s where the plane's at 45 degrees coming in yeah. to test maximum
6: Right, They test and we have no excuse not to. Test yeah. Test a failure, and that there was, to failure. There was really one slide, I don't know if it was like
0: crafts... Trade? Trade, was it? Yeah, was trade, it, craft... Uh, yeah, and, and, then, and science. then science.
8: Yeah. It's like a maturity and model. So, right, 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 right. And the thing is, so like
0: military. we are, we are very much craftsmen, right? But that's where the science is coming in. All of yeah. that. That's how you actually make it repeatable. That's how you actually, write And and companies are learning this kind of piecemeal, like their success and their failures, right? But we're trying to add that predictability to it. Right. Uh, so that was my favorite one. Cool. I wanted to talk about a little bit about the awards, uh, Nathan, yeah. the uh, chef. Awesome, awesome, awesome 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 community. Yeah, I I, I like the name. I was like, I didn't want to screw it up.
7: Right, right. And actually the name was something that we had to put a lot of thought into because when we first talked about it, we thought, well, it's going to be the top chefs. And as the well, community manager, I was like, man, that feels like picking a favorite child. I can't do that. <laughs> so anyhow, um, the, the whole community is just killer. But there are certainly folks within the community that deserve recognition. And I think that part of the way that we recognize them was we actually turn around and ask the community, OK, I'm not going to make the decision about who, who wins the awesome community chefs are. You are. Tell us, give us your feedback. Nominate people that you'd like to have as awesome community chefs. Do
6: you think it's a little mean that once they win, you force them to come up on stage in front of all of these people? <laughs> Not at all, because <laughs> they're awesome. You because know, we all love them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> they're awesome. We all love them,
7: and you know, we're just such a lovely community. And we no, did, we they and may disagree, <laughs> but <you> know, <laughs> it's good. We'll hug it out. Yeah, and honestly, well. there
2: were no surprises with the, with the folks who, who took home the the, the Well, awesome there was show. a surprise. <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> uh, maybe we should run down who the awesome community so to, uh, yeah. So,
6: if you don't know and didn't listen to yesterday's show, yeah. uh, then
4: the, the winners, see. the three winners? Yes, there were three winners. give us. Drum roll. Please, all brother. right. So, our
7: first winner, and I'll do them in the same order we did last night, was Brian Berry. Yay! Uh, and Brian Barry, as you all know, is the founder and the guy who started the Food Fight Show podcast. And I'm the um, guy
5: who last year said, Nathan, you got to do this next year. <laughs> so, that's my, actually my greatest single accomplishment, was giving a, a little bit of a nudge to Nathan. In my uh, opinion. Thanks. Yeah.
7: But, of course, Brian does a bunch of other stuff, like crazy community cookbooks that he's contributed. Arc, right? In Arc, Arc. Arc. Yeah. All kinds of just incredible stuff. Next up, our second award winner was the Hardest Working Man. No, that was our third one. So the next one we brought up was Jamie Windsor, of course, you all know him of Berkshelf and Ridley and, and Mother Brain and just crazy awesomeness. And he also gave a great keynote last night, right? Yep, on the, on the riot way. Yes, right? the Berkshelf way. The Berkshelf, the Berkshelf. Berkshelf, the Berkshelf, Berkshelf way. The way. Right. The riot way sounds
6: much worse. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then our,
7: th- our third winner was the hardest working man in uh, open source, of course, the man of the hour, yeah. Fletcher Nickel. <laughs> <Yay! laughs>
6: Oh, and and as a way of note, this is the inaugural meeting of the Fletcher-Nickel Fan Club. Yes. Yes. We're all wearing hats that have his picture. That's yep. <laughs> <laughs> for me. Right. I can't, <laughs> one.
5: I can't Be it that. shirts, who is
7: the real fletcher <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You have your own fan video already. So, yeah. one so of the things that we did, I mean, we, we gave the awesome chefs some cool awards. I don't know, you might have talked about this yesterday, I haven't listened to the show. But oh, in any proof. case, <sighs> what were you doing yeah. all day? Were you just sitting on your Right. No. you know I'm what I was doing? Sir. I was in my room crying because there was a food fight show that I wasn't on. But so we we had track jackets made with each one of their Twitter handles, and the cool thing that I think we did was we retired. Those track jackets, so <laughs> so that no one else with the same Twitter handle exactly. can ever exactly, get yeah. that award. But this morning, on as the keynotes went, the three awesome chef track jackets with their Twitter handles were displayed prominently on the stage for all of the keynotes. Nice, all be in the video. It was. Uh,
8: I I really enjoyed doing that. Th- there, yeah. Is there a picture of that? Because that's why I'm going. Damn it! I didn't take a picture. Oh yeah. Of yeah, yeah. So we had a professional
7: photographer. I can't give you a picture right now, but good, good. there it's there gonna is a picture. That's that that long. is that's going a moment. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yes. Finally <laughs> you'll understand why I do this, Mom. <laughs> you so know, actually
7: speaking of the food fight show, yeah. um, I didn't get to participate yesterday, but this is not my first food fight show of the day. Oh. What? Oh. Don't tell me right. you did one earlier. You did a secret food fight show? It wasn't right? secret. It was not secret <laughs> at all. Why did you tell me? I
8: saw it. You saw it? What tell us saw saw about it. it. Yeah. What? happened. That was the first thing I saw today. Alright. Lights What's went on? down, screens <laughs> came up. We I, I was wondering where are these guys? They must be like in the back somewhere so Brian Can they and I, yeah, Brian and
7: I did a food fight show. A very, kick, yeah, very short. Food a very fight, fight show. You know, very a bit short, bit concentrated, very concentrated, like Yeah, I mean, it was all the calories you needed in like a really small <laughs> capsule. It was, yeah, it was um, very like Wizard of yes. Oz, a like man in, behind we, the curtain. So, yeah. so we used the food fight show to introduce Adam Jacob for his keynote nice. this morning. Yes. So that's uh, instead of having to come on stage and do the MC job, I grabbed my buddy Brian and and just him in food, front of a camera. Yeah, with the food fight <laughs> show, we. Rejected it. It was all. That was awesome. That fun. was so awesome. I, I had a lot of fun with
0: that. So, so congratulations, the awesome chef community yeah, people, man. and it's it's. High five. Yeah. High, yeah. Fives. high five. High five. I mean, high <laughs> five. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Just, it's just evolved. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, okay. was a good, that was yeah. a solid. <laughs> <hit>. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Right. and we're pouring out high fives for Jamie Winter, who's not. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So briefly, the last thing I wanted to ask all of you. So, what do you think? is in store for this year and the next year for chef uh, just given how the the conference has set the tone kind of for the year what what do we have to look forward to test all the things yep. test all the things serious
5: orchestration and going beyond web servers infrastructure level structure. testing
8: and verification like like business value like the, the like the BDD stuff that everyone goes that's crazy that's too hard I think we, it's actually going to start happening. Going
0: from the we think it's cool to the here's the coolness you can put in that cell in the spreadsheet and have it all see the value.
9: Pushy and beautiful dashboards.
0: Mm, oh, dashboards. we didn't. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Quorum. You, oh man, quorum. We, we, already, we already
2: talked about
0: Quorum feature. I don't want. I don't want gush. Okay, <laughs> Seth needs a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. If you want to hear Seth gush, listen to the
4: uh, yeah. The we'll, we'll, we'll just reviews. talk about the yeah. whole episode right. on the Quorum yeah. feature.
7: Nathan. Uh, So, I go back to the two things that Adam Jacob mentioned that he sees successfully happening at companies, right? And the things that they all want to talk about, DevOps and continuous delivery. And I think, frankly, watch this space for tools and orchestration around continuous delivery from Ops Code. Uh, We've done it at a bunch of customers now. We're almost to the point where we can start to
1: sort of make that into a real thing. But Pushy is awesome also. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. just the idea that you know everybody needs to start cooking. <laughs> 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 yes, well, start yeah. Yeah. cooking. Yeah. Let's get baked. Cool <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, everybody yeah. can cook.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'm looking forward to the new methods from other industries coming in, and like, how can we take that and what level of risk, you know, doing that analysis? Do we need like nuclear power plant, or do we need like 911 dispatch? Do we need like electrical grid? Which is sure. the power went out of my place last night, so there's a little higher risk <laughs> yeah. uh, involved. I'm looking forward to that because I think there's a lot of room for exploration there. Sweet. Yeah,
6: Yeah. Uh, I think this time next year, this is my prediction for the next 12 months, that we're going to see a pretty much explosion of different workflow tools, methodologies. There's gonna be a ton of blog posts of people telling how they achieved a certain goal and how they got to continuous delivery, how they showed the business value. And there's gonna be kind of a a distillation of probably like three or four that rise to the top of these are the ones that other people can can grok easily and adopt in a mm-hmm. short fashion to get those business goals, to get that DevOps, to get all those things that you want in your organization, but find hard to do today. And it'll be Just three say, or four,
0: and not one though, which which is nice. Yeah. A lot of things and are like if, it's if, the if, one way and get and out. That's, it's going to be three or four, and that's going to be tested. fine. And, uh, we, that's great. Yeah, and we yeah. know how to do that as a community in a way that's not like right. get out.
6: Well, there's still uh, again, there's going to be like twenty, right? right. But there's going to be like. Three or four that are... They'll on, merge on They'll get merge. Up. <laughs> they'll, they'll merge on GitHub. There'll be pull requests all around. A lot yeah. of love. And uh, these ones will surface as the ones that, again, are easiest to use. Right. The lowest barrier to entry. Right. Yep. Right? Well, I think the other thing, just to follow up on that comment,
7: that is really interesting to me. When Disney was on the stage today, Stephen was saying that last year I was here and we had Remy. But I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right? And remember, today, it was their uh, test tool. Yeah, it's their right. test suite. Mm-hmm. And today he's on the stage talking about it. Right. Is it open source yet? Not quite, but it's getting there, right? At least he could talk about it. Right. He change. can talk about it. That's a huge change. Just a step in the right direction. Nordstrom, 12 months ago, couldn't open source anything. Doug Ireton now, weekly, is posting here's a new thing that you can do with Chef or some sh- bit of Chef learning that I want to uh, share. So we're seeing these larger and larger enterprises really starting to grok. Open source is a thing, and going and sharing what I'm doing is going to help me. Teaching a whole sharing playing. is caring. Yeah. Yeah. Like Absolutely. everyone's like, it's, it's, it's so that I think over the next twelve months, it's going to be very interesting to see who do we have at ChefConf next year, who who was here today but didn't say anything. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah.
0: So in other words, it sounds like the consensus is it's a great time to be a, a chef, mm-hmm. or in my case, a sous chef. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Well, from the closing of Chef Conf, this is Paul Reed signing off.
8: This is Yusuf signing off. This is Nathan signing off. This is Seth signing off. From right next to my beloved Fletcher Nickel, this is
0: Brian (laughs) signing
8: off. A guy signing off. (laughs) (laughs)
9: This is Sasha signing off.
6: From the inaugural Fletcher Nickel fan club meeting, this is Mike Fiedler signing off. We'll be back in a moment on the uh, Food Fight Chip Show.
0: Welcome back to The Ship Show. So for our last segment tonight, we thought we would do something kind of fun uh, at ChefConf. We went around and asked uh, a bunch of uh, the ChefConf attendees for some word associations. So we put together a list of, of words that we thought were related to the conference. And uh, some of their answers were pretty interesting. So we hope you enjoy the ChefConf 2013 word association game. All right. So what's your name? Lanjib. And where do you I work? now. Okay. And you're from or where are you visiting from? I'm from India, but here I work with PagerDuty, so I'm in mean, US for four months. Okay, cool. And where are they? The, Where'd where you fly in from? Uh, I, I live here in Santa Clara. Okay, so you just yeah. drove up. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. And, then, and this is, is this your first Chef, come? Yeah, it is my first Chef. Awesome. Okay, so when I say Chef, mm-hmm. what do you do? System auto, automation. Okay. Cloud. Elastic. DevOps.
4: Uh, I don't know. Configuration management.
0: Chef. Culture. Uh, perceived. Automation. Adaptive Erlang uh, Functional <laughs> I- Item Potency Remains Same Release Engineering
6: mm-hmm. Frictionless Shell Scripts
0: Obsolete <laughs> Convergence
6: uh, Not Achievable
0: Version Control
6: Ubiquitous Cookbook
0: Aggregation Community Chef So, you know, on Twitter, like they say, hash- use hashtag whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, when, you, when I say hashtag, what do you think? Like, hashtag it's peace. Like, cool, thanks. All right, so you are? I'm Pete Cheslock. And uh, where do you work? I work for Dyn, Dine DNS. Okay, cool. And where are you uh, coming in from? Where do you fly in from? From Boston area. Nice, nice. That's a long flight. It's a long flight. Uh, and is this your first chef talk? This is, yeah. Awesome. Oh, cool. Okay, so we're just word association. So, chef. Bakery. Cloud. Rain. DevOps. Dear God. <laughs> configuration management. Well, chef for that one. Culture. People. Automation. Can I use Chef again? We'll use that. Okay, Erlang. <laughs> what the I do. Idempotency. Yeah. Idempotency. potency. Yeah. It's not a word, but I never can pronounce it right. Yeah. Gonna... Release engineering. Uh, source core
2: code management. Shell scripts. Kind of awesome sometimes.
0: <laughs> Convergence.
2: Make
6: the system do what I tell it to do.
0: Version control.
6: Awesome. Cookbook. How I cook my food. Community makes software awesome. Blank all the things.
0: Uh, I, I'm gonna have to say automate all the things, even though that's what, I'm sure what everyone says. I never blank, but when I do, I always blank. I never test, and but when I do, uh,
6: wait, I never test. So. <laughs> and hashtag blank. Oh, that's a hard one. Scotch. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thanks.
0: Awesome, thank you. So what's your name? My name's Odie. And uh, what company do you work with? I New York? work for Draker in, in Burlington, Vermont. Awesome, so you flew in from Vermont? I did, yes. Cool. And is this your first chef conference? It is, yes. Yeah, cool, awesome. Yeah. All right, so word association. Okay. Chef. Uh, oh, goodness. Infrastructure. Okay. Cloud. Change. DevOps. Cool. Configuration management. Sanity. Culture. Oh, boy. That's my word. <laughs> Automation. Stability. Erlang. Hot. Item potency. High hopes. Release engineering. Uh, sanity again. <laughs> Shell scripts. The fallback. <laughs> Convergence. Make it so. <laughs> Version control. Cover your ass. Cookbook. Wow, <laughs> ah, freedom was the word that came to mind. <laughs> nice. nice, nice. Community. Where it all
4: happens. Yeah, really blank
0: was... all the things. Chef all the things. I never blank, but when I do, I always blank. Oh, okay. I never lie. When I do, I regret it. Hashtag blank. Hashtag metrics. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mike Fiedler. Hello. And you're with Data Dolladog. Right? Okay. And uh, where'd you fly in from?
6: New York. Oh, that's a bit of a flight. It is. Yeah. And uh, this is your first chef crumpling now. It is my first chef. Come. Awesome. I was at the Chef Community Summit last okay. year. Awesome. Okay, cool. So word association. Uh oh. Chef. Awesome. Cloud. Big. DevOps. Fun.
0: Configuration management. Important. Culture. Really important. Automation. A lot of work. Erlang. I don't know. Item <laughs> potency. I can't even say it. I always screw it up. It sounds like a problem. Yeah. That, <laughs> that thing. Uh, release engineering. Really cool. Shell scripts. Old school. <laughs> Conversion. The new school. <laughs> Version control. Very important. Cookbooks. Fun. Community even more fun. Blank all the things. Uh,
6: Eat all the things.
0: I never blank,
6: but when I do, I always blank. Oh, wow, that's a good one. (laughs) I don't always monitor, but when I do, I use Datadog. (laughs) Nice plug. Hashtag. Hashtag DevOps. Thank
0: you, sir. Thank you. And I'm with. Andy Walsh. And you're with? i From? Where are you flying from? Uh, New York City. Oh, that's a long flight.
1: Yeah, it's like six hours.
0: Not the best fun. And York is this York York York. your first Chef Comp?
1: No, I was here last year. Oh, so
0: you're a veteran? Yeah. 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 All right. So word association? Oh, God. Chef. Awesome. Cloud. Fluffy. DevOps. Oh, God. Just take that, yeah. <laughs> Configuration management. Chef. Culture. Important. Automation. Also important. Erlang. Weird Russian. Like, <laughs> dude, seriously, don't get it. Item potency. Oh, Mike Borges. <laughs> uh, release engineering. RPMs. Shell scripts. Hurt. Convergence. Uh, oh, I don't know. Like, goal or target.
1: Version control.
0: In- mm. Just do it. <laughs> Cookbook. Package. Community.
1: Oh, hugs. Blank
0: all the things.
1: Hug all the things.
0: I never blank, but when I do, I always blank.
1: I don't test when I do I do it in production.
0: <laughs> Hashtag blank. Hug off. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> the hugs. You are? Uh, I'm Hans from the University of Derby
1: in the UK.
0: Nice. And, uh, well, I, my next question, where are you from? But you already, you did all that. Okay. Uh, is this your first chef Cop? It is indeed. Pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, so word association, chef. Awesome. Cloud. Okay. <laughs> DevOps. Not a thing. <laughs> Configuration management. Chef. Culture. Uh, important. Automation. Um, it's cool. Erlang. What the f*** is it? <laughs> Idempotency. Um, yeah, same again. <laughs> Relief engineering. Tiring. Shell scripts. Horrifying. Convergence. Cool. Version control. Also cool. Cookbook. Okay. <laughs> Community. Fantastic. Blank all the things. Hook. Hashtag blank. Hook I got Great. Thank you. And you are? Rob Berger. And where are you working or where are you? Now working with Mario Stuka with Upscale. Oh. Great. And now where are you from? <laughs> from Saratoga, California. Okay. And is this your first chef comp? You no, know, it's my second one. All right. Great. Okay. Chef. Awesome. Cloud. AWS. DevOps. Confusion. Configuration management. Chef. CULTURE Ops CODE AUTOMATION CHEF ERLANG DISTRIBUTED PROCESSING Item POTENCY SOMETHING TO STRIVE FOR RELEASE ENGINEERING A GOOD IDEA SHELL SCRIPTS IF YOU HAVE TO CONVERGENCE SOMETHING YOU DO <laughs> VERSION CONTROL MUST COOKBOOK ENCAPSULATION COMMUNITY CHEF BLANK ALL THE THINGS AUTOMATE uh, I NEVER BLANK BUT WHEN I DO I ALWAYS BLANK uh, TEST and hashtag uh, blank. Awesome. Great. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And you are Kristen Hosfeld. All right. And you are with
4: GE Aviation.
0: I'm a pilot, so awesome. You can talk about jet engines all day yeah. long. Yeah. And that, you're from Cincinnati, Ohio. From? Okay. And is this your first chef Cop?
4: It is. Awesome. We're just starting out with chef.
0: Great. Okay. So, word association.
4: Chef. Automation. Cloud. A lot. <laughs>
0: DevOps. So cool. Configuration management.
4: Lots of things. Culture. Titanic. Automation. Much needed. Erlang.
0: Mm, I don't know. Skip. Okay. <laughs> Item potency. Um. Gosh. Brain dead. I don't know. I don't have one for that. Release engineering.
4: Hopefully, think of the past.
0: Shell scripts. Much needed. Convergence.
4: Do repeat often.
0: <laughs> Version control. Git. Cookbook.
4: Git. <laughs> Community. <laughs> Warm hug.
0: Blank all the things. I
6: would say automate all things. Awesome. You win.
4: Okay. You're done. All right. Thank you.
0: (laughs) And you are... Mitchell Hashimoto. Okay, I think some people know who you are. I, Not that many people. <laughs> and uh, who do you work with? Or? I work for myself. Okay, I, uh, awesome. And you're from, where'd you fly in from? I'm, I live here. Oh, awesome. I live so in you, San Francisco. So you like the commuting? I t- are You I flew in I, on the I, 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 Well, flying is generous <laughs> for how slow it goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and is this your first chef card? It is. Uh, Great. Okay, so word association. Whew. Chef. Cooking. Cloud. Fluffy. <laughs> DevOps. Ouch. Configuration management. Good. Culture. It's hard. Automation. Fun. Erlang. <laughs> uh, <nah. laughs> item potency. Okay. Release engineering. Confusing. Shell scripts. I like them. It. Convergence. It's hard. Version control. Good. Cookbook. I don't know. <laughs> Community. Love. Blank all the things. Automate. I never blank, but when I do, I always blank. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's really hard. Uh, I never start VMs, but when I do, it's always a top. That's true, actually, yeah. Hashtag blank. You Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right, I'm here with? Matt Clark. And you are with? Notice. And w- where'd you fly in from? Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. And is this your first shotgun? This is. Cool. All right, word association, Chef. Cookbooks. Cloud. Water vapor. DevOps. Made up. <laughs> Configuration management. Hard. Culture. Amazing. Automation. Awesome. Erlang. Fast. Item potency. Hard to say. <laughs> Release engineering. Craft. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, shell scripts. Fun. Convergence. Uh, complex. Version control. Amazing. Cookbooks. Foundational. Community. Caring. Blank all the things. Automate. I never blank, but when I do, I always blank. <laughs> never test, but when I do, I do it in production. Hashtag blank. Chefcon. There Absolutely. you go. Thank Beautiful. you, sir. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm here with? Floch your nickel. All right. And you are from? I'm from Edmonton. Nice. Uh, and is this your first Chefcon? This is my second. You're like uh, a chef. I'm trooper. a mainstay yeah. now by yeah. definition. Yeah. You Now you <laughs> have to come to all of them. Yeah. All right. So word association. Chef. Awesome. Cloud. Uh-huh. But <laughs> DevOps. Sweet. Sweet. Configuration management. Right.
8: We'll do that now. Yeah. Jeez em. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. No, I don't know.
0: Culture. <laughs> cool. Automation. Liberating. Erlang. Desirous. <laughs> <laughs> Item potency. Confusing. Release engineering. Sweet. Shell scripts. Actually pretty awesome. Convergence. Hmm. Inevitable. Ooh, that's a good one. Version control. Required,
8: absolutely. It's emphatically required. Cookbook. Fun. Community.
0: Amazing. Blank all the things. How about (laughs) butt? I never blank, but when I do, I always blank. I don't always sleep, but when I do, I don't sleep much. (laughs) Hashtag blank. Hashtag going home soon. (laughs) Awesome, thank you. (laughs) All right, well, so that was uh, certainly some interesting word associations. Uh, we'd love for some of the more interesting ones, our audience. I mean, what are, what are your word associations for uh, some of those terms? Tweet us at ShipShowPodcast.com. And of course, uh, you can follow us there as well. And if you have any email, you know, shoot us an email at crew at the ShipShow.com. So, from San Francisco, this is Paul Reed signing off.
3: From an undisclosed location in Santa Clara, California, this is Sasha Bates signing off.
1: From Austin, Texas, this is Seth signing off. From San Diego, this is Yusuf signing off. And we'll see y'all in a couple weeks.